welcome to this week's episode of the black umbrella we are where hip-hop started on this podcast right it all started right here i know you guys didn't know but (laughs) rap and hip-hop and everything started right here right here so we're gonna give you a little bit of taste from the roots Mm. of where it all began okay so we're Oh, See, God don't like when you play with him. By the way, <laughs> listeners, the wind is ridiculous outside. I mean, it's wishing and washing. Wishy-washy-washy-washy. Everywhere. It's crazy. So be safe. So what we're going to do is give you some beatboxing. Elemental beginnings of hip-hop and rap that started right here on this podcast. I'll start it off. I love it. Nika? Boom. <laughs> Come on. Mm. I wonder if she has a trademark on that. <laughs> I know, right? I know. That should be interesting. didn't know nika taught dr dre everything (laughs) as you can tell that's Um. where it all came from (laughs) so bad at this (laughs) (laughs) i already know you're bad at this but it's okay i'm just gonna uh, jump in you know Swooped on in though. You weren't ready. You weren't ready. Mm -hmm. What's up, everybody? Welcome. It's Thursday, and we are the Black Umbrella. Woo woo woo. I'm Frenchie. I'm Nika. And I'm Wes. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) I could not. I didn't want that voice. Can't take that seriously. I didn't like that tray I was giving you. Wasn't giving you no fish. All tray, baby. We didn't like it. No fish. No tilapia. 
Sometimes mackerel. Okay. No salmon. Sometimes I want a little bass. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit of bass. I tell you, I wasn't giving no fish. I was giving all trade. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? I'm talking this for the whole episode, yo. Don't. Please. <laughs> I can't I feel take like your throat. Will right. <laughs> I wouldn't be myself. <laughs> I have a oh, story. Oh, little gay boy. Get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Everything is wrong with me. Clearly. All right, Nika, go ahead. Start us off with the word of the day, baby. The word of the day is retentive. It is an adjective. It is spelled R-E-T-E-N-T-I-V-E. And it means having the ability to remember facts and impressions easily. And the sentence that comes with this is his retentive memory for dates was going to prove a great asset in his later career. Nice. He would like to go first for sentence. I guess I'll volunteer. Go ahead. Okay, Katniss. Retentive. <laughs> um, Everdeen. <laughs> <laughs> Retentive. And it's to retain, basically, right? Or what is it? Yeah, basically yeah, like, to retain like um, information yeah. easily. Okay. Um, um, musicians... Babyface is a musician, and he's very retentive whenever he creates. Okay, first of all, that's not how you use the fucking word. Okay. Let me just start over again. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> musicians are retentive whenever it comes to compositions that they make. So they remember all the notes, the word. You know, great songwriters. Great, great songwriters. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> Beautiful gowns. Great, great gowns. gowns. Retentive. It's, it's, it's required <laughs> that you're retentive whenever you're a musician because you can't just be forgetting your shit. On mm-hmm. stage, because some people do. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. that don't work out. Mm-hmm. Frenchie? Um, if you are in college, being a retentive student will be your shining light to that beautiful GPA at the end of the quarter. Okay. Or mm. semester, I guess. Everything's semester now. Yeah. That get that degree. Shine through. Get your degree. Like a diamond. Push on through. And it's hard. Oh, yes, it is. And it costs too much goddamn money. Yep. College should be fucking free. It used to be. This is coming from a student who is currently dealing with student loans. I'm sorry. Uh, um, uh, a graduate. Not yeah. a student anymore, baby. Have a degree. Mm-hmm. Who is dealing with the burden mm-hmm. on my back of student loans. Almost like Big Sean. That was a burden on Janae's back. Oh, oh my, my God. You brought this up in Target today. <laughs> Janae Eco covering up her tattoo of Big Sean with a galaxy because she got it on her shoulders. Metaphor for niggas are always on your shoulders. Always climbing. Always adding weight to you. Always on your motherfucking back. She had to shake them off. Because you can't carry can't. a nigga. Doritos! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can we get your sentence, please? <laughs> okay. Goodness. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> Sorry. Court reporters have to have a somewhat retentive memory when they're typing everything that is being said in the courtroom. Okay. That's why they get paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I could, but I couldn't. I can do anything <laughs> if I put my mind to it. <laughs> but if I wouldn't want to. Okay. You know. Sitting up in there and listen to court cases all day. Mm. Well, what are we paying desk this week, everybody? 
Can I go first? Yes, you can, girl. Go ahead. Take the reins. I am paying dust to you raggedy, oh, ball head, skittle diddles oh. out there mm, that knew full well you could not make it to Nipsey Hussle's homegoing that's oh, going to be yes. at Staples Center, but you got the tickets anyway, and you're trying to sell them for like $400, $600, $800. Mm. You are a piece of doodle on a stick. Okay. <laughs> You need a whooping. I mean, a severe whooping. You going to hell. Okay, because how dare you what? take these tickets that were for free, snatch them up, even though you knew you weren't going to go or that you, you knew you couldn't be there, and then try to sell them back. That really is disgusting. You're, you're scalping funeral tickets for a funeral. Ain't a man, that's shit. not here no more. That is really disgusting. Okay, I tried to get me some, and I couldn't get any. Okay, I was on the thing at 9 o'clock, got into the waiting room at, like, 9.30. Couldn't get through until to the ticket site until, like, 10, 15, actually, like, mm-hmm. tried to secure some tickets. And they were, they were no more. And I even saw some people saying that they got in at 10.01 mm-hmm. to try to get tickets, and there were none available at 10.01. Mm. But we see some of you but fucking raggedy bitches selling them <laughs> you're disgusting selling tickets to a man's funeral a man right. who was about his community at that you're just gross a man who was for the people he was I, for this i mean he wasn't for and y'all for the birds uh, anyway listen <coughs> you raggedy horse. but it ain't right you raggedy Come bitch on. Y'all ain't raggedy. Right. like there's people that really wanted to be there who but you're can't. trying to sell them which by the way you know what this comes out this episode will be out on Thursday, so y'all won't hear this before then. But oh, um, no. just don't, don't, don't buy them tickets from people because they are non-transferable, and you won't. Be meaning able to get that it. you will pay you you're gonna pay these people to get them, and then you won't get them because they can't send them over to you. And also, um. You can only access them from like the ticket holder's account. So unless they're gonna give you their login information, you're not getting them tickets, boo. So we out. We I guess we're gonna be outside Staples with it. Um, Damn. I'll probably I'll probably be at at the Marathon store because I know they're gonna drive them around. Mm-hmm. This is like the neighborhood and the city and stuff like that. So if you can't get to Staples, be outside of Staples or be at the Marathon store or wherever else. Let's get it. That's still so dirty, man. Mm-hmm. Just gonna do some shit it's like that. All right, Nico, what should I pay a desk? I would like to pay desk to jeans. I know in an yes. earlier episode, mm. Frenchie paid us to jeans with no pockets. I would like to pay dust to jeans as a whole because mm. I hate shopping for jeans. And every time, you know, you go and you shop for jeans and everything says that they're the same size, even though they're all different companies and stuff. They're never the same size. If you line all them bitches up okay. together, that like if it all says that they're size thirty and you put them all, they you know, you line them up, they're all smaller and larger than each other. Mm-hmm. None of them are the same exact size. Can and we get real denim? Maybe right. that will fix the problem. I don't know. Mm. It's so <laughs> annoying, and I need some jeans, but I can't get none because they're not they're not the same size. It's not fair. Pay that shit. I literally just bought jeans, but it was like 
It's like that one new pair of jeans that you own, so you wear them all the time everywhere you mm-hmm. go. That's me right now. <laughs> I thought I threw them. I throw them bitches on five days out the week. Like, oh yeah, they're my new jeans. They're about to look real old in a second. <laughs> you were really excited about these okay, jeans. Okay, I keep on throwing them because I don't buy clothing in general like that. Like I'm yeah. not like mm-hmm. one of those consumers who's like, I go shopping every month and like yeah. I make sure I drop so and so. I'm like, no, that's not me. I got shit I'd be cool with. I'd be like, are the clothes on my body? Do I wear them well? Well, I don't need no new shit yet. But <laughs> I'm trying to step up my fashion game, you know? Be a fashion nova nigganista. No. <laughs> fashion nova nigganista? Fashion mm. nigganista? I'm not a fashion nova anything. Okay, well, fashion nigganista. Yes. Okay, I'm ready. Wow, okay. Or nisto. Okay. Ernesto? I'm, well, nisto. <laughs> 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 Alejandro. 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 Well, I had a whole spiel to pay dust to and completely forgot it. Um, oh. I had a whole thing to pay dust to yesterday. And I said, I'm going to pay this dust. And I put the notes in my phone and I cannot remember exactly what they were about because whenever I went back to look at the notes, I was working at the time that I was writing them. So they look kind of confuzzled. So now I can't remember what I was going to pay dust to. But it's okay because mm. I got to back up. I'm going to pay dust to champagne. <laughs> You're going to pay dust to champagne. I am. Okay. Because No, I'm not going to I'm not going to pay dust to champagne. I'll pay pay dust to mimosas. I'm going to pay dust to mimosas. Because what? because uh, it's not the champagne that gets me sick. It's that acid. From the oranges that makes me want to like. This is why orange juice is trash. I mean, it's okay. just, oh my God. I, I went to a brunch a couple weeks ago and I barely made it out alive. And brunches are just dangerous. I just cannot do a brunch with, I just mm-hmm. can't. I can do a, oh, you know what? I'm lying. I was going to say I can do a champagne brunch, but I did that. <laughs> <laughs> we did a champagne brunch. And let me tell you, that didn't work out. So Well, it worked out while we had this podcast. Boom, bam. <laughs> But it, did. it, it did. was a champagne brunch, strictly champagne, and we was hitting it. I just can't. I just little, little in moderation because it is going to knock my ass <laughs> out, and I will be out for the whole day. Okay, I don't got time. Oh my gosh! Like a light. Yeah. Like on Saturday, I went to a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Usually, well, yeah, no, I'm pretty irresponsible. What? And and like I mean I mean like when it comes to like my alkies and like I'll mix I don't care. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean <laughs> we all do. You know, like I don't care. We know how like, much we can kinda low key do, low key. Exactly. So on this Saturday I decided let me be responsible and stick to one color. So it was just like oh, okay, it was just like Jack and um like crown. Mm-hmm. Right? All night. I was in the crown. freaking like ICU on Sunday. Stop! Wait, uh, what? Not, <laughs> not, not not like the ICU. Okay, I mean, listen. Like, my I was house like, how ICU. come we did not yeah, know that your ass was in the ICU? Was the no, I was like, oh my, I was dead that next day. Like, Girl. sleeping all day. Like, I would get up, go to like the living room, and like try to look for something or like try to eat, and I would just like I have to go lay down. Like, my body was just like. <laughs> It was it was awful. It was terrible. It Girl, was terrible. I know. I had fun. Liquor will knock you the fuck out. I had fun at the party, but like, gosh, I I don't remember being like that in a in a long time. <laughs> like, well, at least you made it through until the new day, baby. I right. did the new fucking day. 
Well, on that note, we're going to move on to Liquor Lane. Because we don't learn our lesson. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep on drinking until we just I'm can't dead. stop. So today, yeah. hmm, Nika, what we got today? Today we have champagne because <laughs> Wes had a day. I did. And he said, today we can't have just wine, okay? We got to have wine and champagne. Mm-hmm. With cranberry juice, mm-hmm. because as he just said, <laughs> orange juice, juice will get you. Will get you, okay? Mm-hmm. And orange juice is trash anyway. Mm-hmm. It's so all about apple juice, it. and yes, we all know it. it. Oh, I love apple juice, mm-hmm. girl. Okay. It has tree more top with green top, C- but it's tree top with the green top. Gr- oh, tree to, top with the green. <laughs> top. I used to tell my mom okay. anytime she would, because she would come home with the wrong fucking apple. She'd come home with the apple juice blend. That's the oh, green, oh, the yellow, yeah. the red. That's that don't taste nothing like apple juice. Okay, <laughs> it tastes ridiculous. Oh, it and that was tree top with the gold top. I was telling my mom, like, "Mama, whenever you go to the grocery store, buy tree top with the green top." Because I don't want no pear and no grapes up in my apple juice. I don't juice. want none of it. I just want you apple can keep juice. It. You can mm-hmm. keep it. You can keep it. Mm-hmm. But yes, I love apple juice. And yes, that's what we have. And we also have 99 murders. Oh, wait. <laughs> 99 murders. I think it was a We can't different. remember what it's called. <laughs> Another it? wine. Uh, it's a wine. What kind of wine 19 is it? 19 crimes. Mm-hmm. What kind of wine is it? It's a uh, oh, It's a Pinot Noir. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And it's called 19 crimes. 19 crimes, each declared by his majesty to be punishable on conviction by transportation. The punishment. Oh, oh. So this is nineteen crimes, but this particular one is called the punishment. Mm. So oh, I gotta collect I the bottle. It. Oh, this is cute. That's cute. Okay. okay, we're gonna find another bottle with a new crime on it. It's from southeastern Australia. Cute. And what? let's read the description, shall mm. we? I'm ready. Oh. Nineteen crimes turned criminals into colonists. Oh, wait a minute. That's white people. <laughs> right, I said, wait. Period. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what? we throw this bottle a away? Pot. Wait, hold on. Yep. Okay, I see some British. Okay, let's. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I see it. Are uh, there slaves? No, let's go. Wait, wait a minute, Is guys. Let me just read the whole thing. <laughs> Upon conviction, British rogues guilty of those crimes were sentenced to Australia rather than death. This punishment by transportation began in 1788, and many of the lawless died at sea. The rough-hewn prisoners who reached Australia lived in servitude under the lash. Pioneers. The lash? That's what it says. I lash? No, just the lash. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Pioneers in a frontier penal colony, they forged a new country. (laughs) This fool said Jordan Woods. (laughs) You know she got some new lashes out, right? She has new lashes? I mean... Well, the she same, has a lash line. They're the same lashes oh, she's okay. been selling. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are they good? Yeah. Have you used them? Mm-mm. Okay. I want to support sis, but I don't wear lashes. I should just buy some just because and yeah, then gift them to somebody. I like my lashes. So I, don't I don't really, mine I don't too. really like to... In, I don't think I would like right. to enhance them. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> they forged a new country and new lives brick by brick. Ooh, this 2017 like Pinot Noir celebrates the rules they broke and the mm. culture they built. Like getting slaves. <laughs> uh, wow. Those are the rules, huh? This okay. is the wine, right? Breaking. 
Yep. Mm. 99 murders. I mean, 19 crimes. Might as well be 99 murders. <laughs> 99 murders, whatever. There were way more than 99 murders. Okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's be Let's just be clear. Maybe we should have read that at the start. Way more Ooh. than 99 murders, but whatever. Okay. So that's that we have 19 murders on the list for um crimes. Oh. <laughs> we can't get the damn name right at this point. It's line. 19 crimes. Well, the wine is 19 crimes. This wine is called the punishment. And if you want to find another crime, then just 99 problems. Store. And what? A murder is one of them. Is mm-hmm. one of many, including slavery. Mm-hmm. That's just a global issue. I hate issue. slavery. In mm-hmm. T-Way, we're going to move into another segment led by Nika. So, Nika. Uh, the listeners on what we were talking about last week and how this relates to this week. Hello, guys. We made a segment for this because we wanted to dissect it song by song. Mm, there's no dissection. And this, well, yeah, there wasn't really much. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> if you guys remember last week, we talked about Jordan Sparks and Elijah having a album together. So we made a segment specifically for us listening to that ep because it wasn't even an album it was only literally four songs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so the project is called 1990 forever (laughs) oh jesus okay so let me tell y'all the songs so the first song was 90s r&b and and if you guys haven't listened, go ahead and take one. Yes, please Just go take ahead a listen. and go listen. Ahead. So, the first song, trash. Oh, okay. let's just be let's honest. just go. Yeah, let's, let's just, just be, be totally honest, honest and say. Was it nothing nineties about it? No, there's nothing nineties about it. Like, was there nothing R and B about it? I don't know what it was to be quite no, honest. I just I don't know what vibe there was an was unnecessary for. high note at the end. Unnecessary. Oh, yeah. It was so unnecessary. Like. I don't know. I think they have okay. I think that they separately have nice vocals, but them together is not yes. really meshing well. They're, yeah, we 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 clocked from the beginning that they weren't really meshing. Yeah, well. we caught yeah. from the get. As you can see, I mean, this is the first fucking song. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's move on. Skedaddle on over to ego. It's called ego, mm. and. Mm. <clears throat> One okay, let me just read a lyric. It oh. says, "People hurt people with ego." Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got some church organ vibes in there. Okay. Okay. It sound the. There's a scratchy vocal yeah, in the beginning. The, oh yes, there is Remember? some scratchy screaming in the beginning. Um, I'm not even trying to imitate it. I won't. Please I don't. Refuse. It was just a yell. Yeah, he was. The yeah. first song ended off on this very high note from Jordan. Unnecessary high pitch from Jordan Sparks. And then the second song starts off with Elijah screaming. I mean, bloody murder. <laughs> I mean, no, you, literally would, you would really think screaming. something was wrong because it, it takes you by, you know, by force. It's like, oh shit, yeah. what the fuck is that? <laughs> and he's just singing. And you're yeah. like, oh, is that, mm-hmm. well, that, was, that was supposed to be in there like that, huh? Wow. But yeah. I love the guitar strums in it. It has like, you know, it could be nice. You like the production. It's not yeah, vocal. the production is pretty good. It's not, you know, uh, amazing, but it's pretty good. Um, I like the transition for Jordan. That was, it was good. Mm-hmm. She did good. I just feel like that should have been flipped. Uh-huh. I think we all 
feel like it should have been I flipped because like, yeah. we don't want to hear screaming at the beginning of the song. I just feel like Jordan should have started the song off because she came in soft. She came in and so like soft and yeah, yeah, she eased into it. She didn't force us into the song. Get in the fucking closet. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh wow, that that hurt personally See? to me. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I feel like I was just <laughs> get in there, wow. Get in there. I was thirteen again. <laughs> <laughs> Dear. Listen to the fucking song. That's mm. how that was in the beginning. Okay. Let's skedaddle mm-hmm. on over to Vibes, which yes. is our favorite song. It's the best song it's on the, the project. It's the best song on the little project. Okay. Little e- By the way, the um, the um, it wasn't an album. No, it wasn't an album. It was, it was more an EP. Like, it was an EP. Yeah, it was an Sound EP. like a demo. I was ready to listen to an album, by the way. Yes, yeah, so was I. I was ready for like at least 12 With all songs. this promo, I was like, they're going to give honestly, us some. Honestly, yeah. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah, no, I'm, oh, glad, I'm glad that it wasn't an album. Thank God. fuck. Thank God. Um, <laughs> that's not nice. Um, <laughs> I should not have said fuck like that. <laughs> but fuck. <laughs> you feel me? If you go listen to it, you'll understand why we're mm-hmm. so frustrated. But Vibes was the best song on it. It had a nice start. And mm-hmm. it is a vibey song. And it's consistent. It and it, yeah, and it's much, consistent. It's little, it Their perfect. voices mm-hmm. actually sound good, good together, together on this song. song. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's vocals were just superb. I think. Her runs were amazing. No, her, her vocal her. ability she is good. It's just good. sometimes in some she songs little, she didn't know how to yeah, yeah. gather it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Okay. And we have the last song, which I think <sighs> probably was the, the worst. worst song. <clears throat> Correct. And I'm, and you know, it's it not was, because, uh, it's not because of the, okay, it is because of the production, but it isn't at the same time. Like, it could be a nice song, but if, when you listen to, let me, the lyrics. The lyrics. <laughs> the lyrics. <laughs> the lyrics are what are messed what it up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First, we have a weird intro by Elijah. The in- intro is weird and then we have jordan she's coming in all soft but then she goes in to say like the persian rug on my bedroom floor you what lied you lied (laughs) the song (laughs) is called liar liar okay okay and then we have another lyric and it goes like the ingredients they put in them in all them chips on the corner store you lied but let's assess this lyric listen Terrible. Go ahead, Wes. Trash. Like the, what is it? Like the what? Like the ingredients they put in them chips on the corner store. Mm. You lied. Now. What did they lie about? Right. Because <laughs> the chips are Doritos. And this yeah. is just an example. The chips are Doritos. And the ingredients in the bag tell you exactly what the fuck mm-hmm. is in those Doritos. Mm-hmm. And. I'm trying to find out where the lie is. Because they tell you you're you about to eat bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just you choose to believe that it's not bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. So is it a lie or are you just mm-hmm. a little, you know, messed up? Right. Do you think that you're getting something else that you're really not? Because t- the ingredients tell you what the fuck is in it, correct? They listen. They put riboflavin. Ah. And oh. they put the cl- red number three. The clostrin. Right. Dichotomy, dichotomy, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. all of these. Promethazine, think <laughs> promethazine in the Dorito. Yeah, corn syrup soup, <laughs> <laughs> maple, syrup. pecan extract uh. with flurgenogen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they put all the shit in the ingredients. 
It's just you chose not to read them. Oh my God. So it's not a lie, baby. You just didn't you just didn't open your eyes. You just didn't read. It's okay though. We all don't open our eyes. We all don't read at first. We just like what we see on the bag. Right. To flip that bitch over. And guess what? You find out exactly what you're getting, in, getting into. Mm. Continue. So, yeah. Continue. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um. Those are the four songs. In, I mean, Liar Liar. <laughs> the worst. That just killed the, me. The, it really had the potential. And then the lyrics The lyrics is... You'll tell... I'll see purple and you'll tell me it's blue. And, what? And... It, it'll be lightning, but you'll say that it's um, fire fighter planes. Fi- yeah, yes. you'll say that it's fire fighter planes. Well, last time y'all seen, I mean, I'm sorry, but in the city of LA, when's the last time y'all seen fire, fighter plane? Fighter plane. <laughs> I just. I mean, I just. Yeah. Mm. Overall. <laughs> no. Trash. All right. Overall, no. I just wish it was better. I just wanted, I would have loved a uh, solo project from both of them rather than a joint venture, but. Mm. I guess this was their warming up into the music industry. Maybe they'll both drop separate things, hopefully separate things. Hopefully. And hopefully Jordan's separate thing is actually really good because her last project was a little bit slept on and it wasn't that bad. I forgot what it was called, but it really wasn't mm. that bad. So well, you slept on it because you don't right. even remember it. I have it on my phone. It's just I haven't listened to it in so long. It's that damn riboflavin. It's the damn riboflavin. You're right, girl. Then <laughs> 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 got me the ingredients mm-hmm. of the bag of them chips and stuff from the corner store got so, me fucked right. up. I feel like as y'all could tell, um, you know, one out of four songs we like. And <laughs> yeah. That is an F anywhere you go. So listen to the album. Let us know but, what yeah, you but think. listen to it. Listen to it. Let us know what you, you might think. like the Persian rugs that lie to you. Give you us know? your order of songs that you like and Thank let us you. know why. DM Oop. us. Mm-hmm. Comment under our post. Mm-hmm. We got you. Follow us at TVU Podcast, Instagram and Twitter. So you can comment to us, DM us and all the other good stuff. Or email us. At the black umbrella pc at gmail.com. <laughs> and that's a plug. Then we're going to move on over to For the Birds. So, to start off For the Birds, we <laughs> going to uh, kick it off with something that just happened like a few hours ago. Got to kick it off. <laughs> so, um. Cease <laughs> it, Jacquees. Cease it, Got to kick it off. <laughs> Jacquees uh, was at. The the, uh, the like a Tory Lanez concert or whatever, and Tory Lanez brought Jacquees up on stage, and of course Jacquees sang the um the Trip remix, or cover whatever. Whatever. Um, he sang a song that wasn't his. <laughs> goddammit. it. Right. <laughs> and so Ella May put out a little shady tweet. You know so Ella ain't really that shady, but she wanted she to not, but okay. And she said how like how sad I would be. How embarrassed. How embarrassed I would be if someone brought me up on stage and all I could sing was someone else's song because nobody knows my music. Period poor thing. Poor thing. <laughs> oh my god. That was like the perfect shadiness. Right? It, it was. It was, it was. It was nice to see her have some personality because she has the personality of a wet sock. Yeah, I mean, yeah she does. I don't really know. But I mean, I guess that's a good thing. We don't know. We only know her music. We don't know much about her. But I feel like you would. You would be more into the artist when she gets to learn more about them. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that right there was like okay. I like got a little bit of shade to her. Did y'all see what um, Dreezy said to her? No. To update the Black Umbrella listeners, Dreezy is Jacquees' um, girlfriend, Girl. mm-hmm. 
and Dreezy commented under the post. Who's also in the music industry. She yeah. rap sings. She's a rap. Oh, you're right. Because close to you. Well, she all, yeah. Right. Yeah. I really, I really. She's a rapper, a rapper, but all these rappers want to have a little vocal from now and then. Of course. Yes. So, with the help of Auto Tune, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Don't let that stop you if you can't. Yeah. Sing. Look at J Lo. Jenny from the block. And um, Dreezy basically said to Ella, "Oh, he was singing his own stuff, but they requested that he sing this remix because he did it so well. But it wasn't on his original set list to perform. Yada yada yada. And basically trying to say like, he has records that are all his records go gold and platinum, which Do I'm they? still trying to figure out." What song? I gotta, I gotta look that up because I don't know. I mean, she's probably just telling the truth. I don't know. I mean, streams wise, I'm sure, but that's everybody nowadays. It's really easy to obtain a record during with streams as long as it's just it's no one's buying shit anymore. The game is streams, so. But yeah, she's basically saying all his records go gold and platinum, and I'm just like, what? First of all, what records? We don't know any of the records. I know the one with that he says Willy Wonka in it. Which one? Girl, your body is legit. My major thick, mm-hmm. something, something, dun, dun, dun. it's called Come Through, I think. If you know yeah, what's good for you, if you uh. know what's good for you, little shawty come through. I think that's his song. Yeah, I, that's the only one I really know like that. <laughs> for G's face. Right. It's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, but she was defending her man, and it's so funny because she basically tried to make it seem like, oh, yeah, but the audience was requesting that he sang the Trip remix because he was that good at remixing it, and it's so funny. Doesn't it's that like, make it seem a little bit worse on your man's Right? Was, I was like, so they were requesting man, it because... Your man was up there singing his own songs, and they were like, do Trip! Do <laughs> right. Trip! Because they didn't know the other shit. They were like, what is the other shit? I'm confused. Jacque? Jacque? How do you say a name? Jacque? <laughs> Jacque? <laughs> I don't understand, but yeah, the audience was like, bitch, get all this shit out the way so you can get me some trip, which wasn't even produced by him. It was produced by Mustard, and he did a little play on words and wrote his own little thing, and people liked it, but he ain't got the sauce. Um, Jacquees, remember whenever you? No, we're not even gonna go into that conversation okay. of him trying to be the king of R and B because what? Oh, oh right. no! Remember, no. we're not gonna do that. We're not no. doing that. We're not going. I just killed him. We're gonna yeah. just move that on Let's over forget. to um. Go, go ahead, Frenchie. The next uh topic that I have for the birds is um. Y'all be doing some pedophiliac activities in these little white schools with these little white children and their white parents, right? Mm. I swear, y'all. When and are y'all gonna let us give y'all a break for a week? I would love to give y'all a break, but y'all keep doing stuff every week. It's something. So <laughs> it really is. There was this um this school. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember where it is, but um there was a school, and I guess the administrators were like, "Oh, we'll do a prank. It'll be funny, right?" So they put um they put like blindfolds around some students mm-hmm. and then had them make out with um someone like they they would they didn't know who the person would be you know like they were just like oh yeah just make out with this person or they're in the gym with like the whole student body in, in the gym and things right. like that mm-hmm. so you know the kids are going along with it and like they're making out with this person who they don't know who it is. Mm. Okay, 
And then they asked the student, like, oh, you know, like, describe what it was like, you know. And the kid's like, oh, you know, they had, like, very luscious lips or, kids are going oh, like, oh they're, they're, like, they're a good kisser and stuff like that, right? So then they take the student's blindfold off. I mean, I've, you know, the student body is, like, cracking up, dying, dying, yeah. laughing. During this whole entire process. During the whole entire process. And so then, like, like they take the blindfold off the, the student and then they see that they were making out with their parent. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. 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 That the is parent, disgusting. The parents knew about this the entire time. Of course, the student doesn't know that, like, they're blindfolded. Yes. But that means that the parents knew because the parents weren't blindfolded. I mean, yes, the parents ew. were not blindfolded. They were, like, they were like, okay, go. It's like the parent, like, the parents are like, Grabbing their child by the face. I yeah. mean, they're like, mm-mm. yeah, like going really, like going, really in. going in, going in on their children. And like, as far as I know, didn't nobody get fired? Nope. Nobody went to jail because y'all need to go to jail. All the parents, jail, round them up. That's disgusting. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> Could you imagine taking the off a blindfold and seeing that you were fully tugging down your mama? Yeah, oh, your daddy. Like, oh my god. Like that's and traumatizing. It that is very traumatizing, and it did look like a few of the students yeah, were, like, them, were like, yeah. were like, you know, using tongue mm-hmm. and going to town, and like the parent is giving the tongue back. I, it's so nasty. That is disgusting, and it really does make me think about like. I mean, granted, people don't know these students' past, but, like, you don't know what people go through. Yeah. You don't know who I've been through. You don't know, like... Yeah, you don't know granted, what's going like, on it may be home. funny to you, but then you don't know, like, oh, this girl's dad actually does this to her, like, yeah. on a regular. Right, like, and then you just, oh, ha, 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 it's so funny. Even, yeah. he, 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 in front of the whole student body, now they're, like... It's disgusting. Oh, my God. Like, it's just kind of repulsive when I think about it, because it's someone who's, like, you know... Not your age, almost twice your age, basically. Yeah. Who's your parent who's tonguing you down and you don't even know it and you don't even have consent towards it. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just say, oh, here's a blindfold. We wouldn't do nothing to hurt you. It's just your mama. No, it's no. my mom. <laughs> no, it's my dad. Like, ew. ew. Like, that's just nasty. Just don't do ew. it. That's nasty as fuck. It's absolutely disgusting. And it'll really, I mean, for people who, like, are dealing with things whenever it comes to, like, being sexually assaulted or, like, harassed mm-hmm. by older persons, whether it be in their family or in the street, it doesn't matter who it is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you could have... You know, there could have been a girl up there making out with her dad who might have been sexually assaulted in the past. Mm-hmm. Who right, it right. wasn't by her dad, but it was still by an older man. So that kind of like taking off the blindfold and saying it's an older man is like, you know, right. even though it's your dad is still chilling because it's yeah. like, oh, like that's nasty. Even like, more so that it's my dad. Like, right? Yeah. What the hell? Like, like what kind of why, why would you, my parent, agree to tongue me down in front of, basically t- tongue me down, period. But then kiss me like that in front of my whole student body and kiss me like that in front of the the school administrators and teachers and stuff like that the people that are supposed to supposed to protect me while i'm here within these like you know within the within the school um boundaries Mm -hmm. and they invited you to come here and harass like sexually harass me in this assault me in this way that's disgusting it's nasty I hope y'all all get fired. I hope the school district see it. I hope whatever um, teaching credentials y'all get get snatched away. 
And I hope the parents uh get talked to by the police. And I hope y'all go to jail too. <laughs> because that's disgusting. Because it's not like, oh, I didn't know who it was. Ha ha ha. You know who your child is. Right. And you also knew you were gonna be at a high school to do this and you knew it was your child that you were gonna be doing this to. You're disgusting, you're gross. I'm going to hell. And next topic. We gonna talk about Beyonce. Ooh. Beyonce. Homecoming. Homecoming, a film by Beyonce. It's coming to Netflix on the 17th. We already knew it was Beyonce because, come on now, when does Netflix ever put out a picture or a title or anything like that of a new... Yeah, of a new uh, a series or movie or anything like that with no content. So that means Beyonce, Beyonce basically told them, oh, they'll know. We, and, we knew. Yeah, and, and we knew. And guess what? We knew. We knew. Because all it said was homecoming, homecoming. April 17th. Mm-hmm. That's going to be next Wednesday, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wednesday, I think it's next Wednesday. So that's the day after we record. So we won't be talking about it on the next episode, but we'll talk about it the episode after, after that. After so that. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm so excited for this film. I will be watching. I want to see us. Like, I was there. I at, want to see us. Like, we I were there at freaking Beachella. We will pause on every crowd shot. Because we were close. Like, we, we were weren't close. far. Mm-mm. We were right in that first section to the stage. Like, yep. we were in field of view. Right there by the, the catwalk. Okay, so I'm looking for my damn self in that crowd. Yeah. But I'm so excited to see the behind the scenes efforts mm-hmm. and just see how everything came together and the concept and Blue Ivy showing these bitches how to fuck to whip their hair back and forth. Okay. Because these bitches just but did not. You know, not she choreographed the whole thing. The whole thing. I mean, mm-hmm. she is the mastermind, the creative behind it all. Beyonce <laughs> was just part of the production. It's you know. A, it's a film by Beyonce, but the production was put on by Blue Ivy. That's what they don't tell you. Because mm-hmm. she is the, 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 the root of why everything <laughs> the roots <laughs> of why everything was so stellar and amazing okay and Blue didn't play no games exactly I'm so excited to see it I'm most excited to see um kind of I low-key want to see I like to I always love to hear Beyonce talk and like do her little interviews and like mm-hmm. her little voiceover like the tape mm-hmm. on what she was doing but I'm really excited to see testimonials from people who were involved with the project and yeah. like how much it means to them mm-hmm. and how much work was put in and just really seeing all the different elements come together that we probably wouldn't even think of Yeah, that they're going to highlight on this documentary. So I'm ready what for about? homecoming. I'm ready to come the fuck back home. Okay. <laughs> A whole year later. <laughs> I'm ready. What about you, Nika? What are you most excited like to see? I am excited to see my fellow Virgo just fuck it up okay because mm-hmm. i was supposed to go and i'm really bad that i gonna go because <laughs> life i have responsibilities yeah i hate being the oldest it's okay but yeah i'm excited just to see it even though we see it all the time yeah even though i've seen it multiple uh, times yeah. <laughs> i've seen it, but i'm excited to see it because it's a film by Beyonce. Okay. Exactly. So you know what that means? She has, she probably more than likely has like full creative control over like how everything was shot, how everything was like, you know, kind of pulled and pieced together. Editing that, is all you her. know, every like editing of everything. That's probably was like her, t- her touch is probably like, you know, on everything throughout the film. I'm just very excited to see like, you know, the preparation and like the thought process and everything on how, it all came to fruition because, you know, as we know, she was mm-hmm. the first 
black yes. woman headliner mm-hmm. in Coachella history. Amazing. And this was also like her big comeback after she had the twins. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really like excited to see like how her mind was working like during that time, like how she prepped and got, you know, prepared and gave us a legendary performance legendary that One. got like critical acclaim you Worldwide. know so she's amazing i'm very excited for that and you little horse oh. okay oh, that have an issue every time beyonce says <laughs> y'all gotta be like oh my god beyonce is not the lord y'all don't know her y'all are so obsessed with her shut up okay if we want to be accepted <laughs> they ain't been to church they ain't right been to the hive church if we want to be excited because beyonce is going to be putting a film on netflix chronicling this historic uh performance for her right let us be excited about that if you don't want to be excited about it be boring bitch. kiss my ass um those are the kind of people that are mad at life though like, exactly they woke up today they card in like, like like what happened boo you can go to on the run Right, you could did 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 you get the guy? Did you? You know, <laughs> did you get? <laughs> did you get the job? Did you get the job? Remember that video, mm-hmm. Gabrielle Union? To make you feel good. <laughs> Being like, yes. did you get the guy? Did you get the job? Yes. Well, that's a great segue. That's a great segue to cilantro. Uh, I go from my high to my low. <laughs> my okay, so as we know, I I was just talking last week. I, I think know. last week. Uh, I was talking about how I was, or a week or two ago, I was talking about how I couldn't believe, and I was just so excited that I was going to go see Solange at Coachella this year. And then I get a message to my phone uh, on Sunday that was like, Solange uh, is canceling her Coachella performance because of major production delays. Mm. In that moment, I was like driving. I wanted to throw myself out of the car. Like I couldn't believe. <laughs> <The Vimy laughs> I got just my couldn't head. believe it. I, I could can't. not believe it. Like that wasn't the sole reason I was going to Coachella, but that was the most important part of Coachella for me was Solange, since she came up with this new album. In between the time that the headline was, um, the head the 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 set list, the people that were going to be there was yeah. announced. And between, you know, now we're today is Tuesday. Y'all will hear this episode on Thursday. Coachella is Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Mm. And they let us know on Sunday, literally like. I I think she was probably going to go on. I think she's probably going to perform Saturday, I believe. And you know, they sat around and contemplated when to tell y'all. You know what I'm saying? And they sat around and decided, okay, Sunday is the perfect time to say, hey, um, Solange isn't going to be at Coachella this year. 
my heart literally like smashed in a thousand pieces and I don't want to go to Coachella <laughs> anymore but I might end up just having to be stuck with these tickets mm. which sucks so I want to get rid of them if you're a listener and this episode comes out on Thursday and you trying to go on Friday DM me <laughs> you, you trying to go Friday Saturday Sunday I got two wristbands with shuttle passes so if you're trying to go please like dm me on instagram or twitter <sighs> and take please. them off our hands take please off take them. the bird i don't i do not want to go anymore because <laughs> Samantha's gonna show it out i mean come on now yes yeah i mean I, I, know. Was, I, I was gonna request that you film something for me cause and I, wanted, I was i wanted to see call me Baby, okay. Oh say that you want it. Call me, mm-hmm. baby, mm-hmm. say that. Like, I want, I so want to she is Jared not. Live, so so we're not going to be able to call her when we're on our way to the show. Because she ain't going to be at the <laughs> show. Right, because she ain't going to be at the show. <laughs> on our way to the show. Well, so. I'm going to call you. I'm going to be like, girl, I'm going in. Guess, guess who's not going to be here? Okay. You bitch. <laughs> So if y'all want them, please come get them for me. Call her because I might have to. I show. might be forced to go against my will at this point. Well, you just <laughs> have to make the best time out of it if you have to. I go. mean, I, I know I still have a good time, but it's just like wow. That was the reason why you were going. That that was, was like me being like, oh my god, Beyonce dropped. I mean, that was right. people a couple years that ago. That was people a couple years <laughs> ago. <laughs> that wasn't me a couple years ago, Thank but that god. was people a couple years ago. I didn't even buy those tickets. But it's okay, Solange, because I know where you will be in November. Mm. You'll be at Camp Flogner, and I know you will be there, cause I'm gonna be there. You have your ticket? Did they sell? No, tickets? they don't go and sell yet. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. So I still have time to make money to yeah. buy a ticket to Camp yep. Flogner. I had a great time when I went to Camp Flogner. One of the most organized festivals I've ever been to, to be honest. It literally it is the is best like, uh, festival you can go to. Like if you're in LA or you're traveling to LA for in fe- for a festival, that's the one. Travel here for Camp Flogner. People Trust always me. come here for Coachella. Coachella was good, dirt, but it dirt. was. Oh my God! It was just. <laughs> Oh, last year it was just ridiculous. Like there are a lot it's of people. It's not very organized. Even though there are a lot of people, it's not that crowded. Like it's a big space. Like mm-hmm. it's a huge. It's in the middle of the desert, so it's literally land on land on land. Mm-hmm. But it's just disorganized whenever it comes to signage and really where you're supposed to go, where the stages are, what you're supposed to do, what time things start. Like yeah. it's they still don't have it. Like you know to you know like like a fine tooth comb through it. Like there are still issues. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, Flognaw was definitely like the best festival I've ever been to. In L.A. So, I want to go this year. Please. Oh. And on that note, we're going to move on to the gust of wind. Whoosh. And on the first bullet point for gust of wind, we have Dwayne Wade's son, Zion. Now, the media has been in a frenzy because Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade took Dwayne's son, Zion, to Pride because... Mm-hmm. He identifies. I don't know exactly how. I don't know if he identifies as gay right. or. We just know bi. at this moment he like came know. out. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't. I don't know what he calls himself. What he identifies as that, but he doesn't have to either. You know. I don't want right. people to feel. All, what I've always felt was really weird is like when people force you to be in a box. Like, yeah. are you gay? Are you bi? Like, what do you like? It's like you know what? If you offer a person just like, well, I like what I like, then you just like what you like. You don't have to put a label on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point is, he's not in the heterosexual spectrum right so he um he is out and he's at pride and how old is he 11 11 years old and he's Mm -hmm. enjoying his little life okay he knows who he is Mm -hmm. and he has parents who support him who love him and who are there for him through anything and then a lot of y'all motherfuckers can't say that Mm -hmm. and i was getting so sick of people 
on social Bashing, media attacking. attacking both of them including yeah. the boy because yeah. of, oh D-Way shouldn't let his son do this oh this is messed up oh look at Gabrielle you know sitting up here with him and smiling oh she's a bad in- she, people were even saying she's a yeah. bad influence on him yeah. I saw people they were saying like no uh uh-uh, uh at 11 years old I he wasn't cons- know, yeah. yeah like he should have known his sexuality at mm-hmm. 11 years old there were even gay people who were afraid. upset about there being like Oh, at 11, I didn't even know what the fuck I was, so I don't know how he knows. Well, that's, okay, so are you that's him? That's you. Are you him? Do you know? Okay, then. So your experience is not the same as his. He knows exactly who he is. Exactly. And even if he's not sure which route he wants to go or if he's trying things out, what he damn sure knows is that he's he not only here. supportive Right? Mm-hmm. He's not only here for one thing, okay? He likes to try some things out. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have an attraction. And this man is 11. Mm-hmm. So it's not based off of sexual. It's genuinely based off of I'm attracted to men yeah. or I'm attracted to men and women or like, right. you know, I'm attracted to whoever. Just people in general. People in general. <laughs> you know? Point is I have an attraction to not just one specific kind of thing. I'm attracted to multiple things and it's yeah. okay with it. Right. But a lot of people wanted to make it seem as if it wasn't okay with it. And it brings up that conversation of being black. Mm-hmm. and the influence the black church has on our families whenever it comes to sexuality and how there is still like this big divide and tear whenever it comes to what the black church is teaching our children whenever it comes to sexuality because there are a lot of them. I mean, there are some, of, especially we live in L.A., there are some accepting ones. Like, you know, we see the preachers who preach sermons on like, you know, it's okay to be who you are. God mm-hmm. still loves you, but that's not a trend. Like... It's still very yeah, much. Yeah, definitely not. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're going like, oh, based on Bible teachings and, mm-hmm. and things like that. I mean, to me, the Bible is just, I mean, you know, like an accounting of like what was happening or, you know, whatever. But mainly it's just like metaphors, like all up and through there. So I feel like as people we can't come to you know this family or this little boy and say oh you shouldn't do that that's wrong that's a sin or whatever blah 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 um because at you can't tell someone oh that's not right like like you're you're sinning or whatever but aren't you also like committing a sin because you're placing judgment on this person that's sin like you know and the person with a with a glass house cast the first stone, and I ain't met nobody with a glass house that could start casting some stones yet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like it, I just think we just have to keep moving toward being a more accepting uh, society, and to learn that it's okay if you realize or your child realizes that at an early age that hey, I think I'm different. I think it's okay to be different. And it's okay I like to this. Or I, I don't. Really, it's kind of weird. I don't even like to say, like, oh, I'm different. I feel like it's just, like, who you are. But, you know, it's just how people identify. It's like, oh, I'm different. It doesn't doesn't align with social norms. Yeah, so so it's, like, different. It puts you in a category of feeling different or awkward or weird or not in your place in the world. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see that there's a black family out there who's really supporting their child. Who are you? These are famous Mm -hmm. people. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. These are eight-listers. Yeah. Like these are people who are out here making bank, making money, and still showing that they love their ch- their kids. Mm-hmm. And some people were saying, like, you know, oh, like 
it's different. They have money, like they can protect him. I'm like, no, there are plenty of What's people the who have money who have been <laughs> bashed. I mean, even look at E.J. Johnson. Like, right? He was bashed like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, still gets it. Still gets it to this day. Just because you got money, don't make it seem like oh, things are gonna be easy for you. Yeah, monetarily, like you don't have to necessarily have to go against go with the grain of like I have to go to school and I have to find a job and I have to deal with like a hostile work environment and being like a person of color who's also gay and right. like how my coworkers like you don't have to deal with those things but you just have to deal with the society as a whole yeah and how they treat you and in the entertainment business it's not easy being a black gay male yeah a black gay anything yeah because it it's doesn't just not matter easy. it doesn't matter that your dad is freaking magic johnson like a laker legend it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that your uh your dad is the way way to freaking miami like low-key legend they don't it, do, it doesn't matter who your parents are or who you're associated with people are gonna view you as a single person exactly. and they're gonna treat you wrong bad good great indifferent like they're they're gonna treat you how they teach or speak to you how they speak to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you know or who you are. And your People opportunity don't care. is still limited. Yeah. Like, you're always going to be like, oh, like, we should have him on the show as, like, an extra. We should have him on the show as, like, a friend of the show. We should have him on the show, like, you know. But it's never like, though, we should have them as the lead of a show. Right. And then even if it is, if it is like, oh, we should have them as the lead of a show, it's like, oh, well, well, the, sh- well the network, you know. If the network gives us this money for a production of this show and we try to run it will the show be greenlit like will we actually get on tv you know mm-hmm. it's just a whole, all these things that you still have to deal with being a minority on tv that are ridiculous right. in all forms so um, i support them i support him and i'm loving it i'm loving what i'm seeing next one the list is kodak black's comments on lauren london now if you guys are not familiar with the comments of well lauren london Basically, we all know R.I.P. Nipsey. Nipsey and Lauren London were together. Um, Kodak Black, I don't know if he got on his live or if he got on his Twitter or if he got on his I social think it was media. Live. I think his it was Instagram his live, live as well. Yeah. He was on his Instagram live and he basically said, you know, he's going to give Lauren a year to wipe them tears. Mm-hmm. And then he wants to be the shoulder that she cries on and he wants to, you know, swoop up in there and almost save her, mm-hmm. you know, from her grief. Of this man who was like a husband to her mm. dying. And this man died, what, a week ago? A week ago. I mean, a week ago. These right. comments were even said like in l- less than a week of him dying, being murdered. Yes. And he thinks it's cool. And he thinks, it, and Kodak Black is 21 years old. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's cool. He thinks it's funny. He thinks it's going to get steam. And that's exactly what it did, but it got steam in the wrong way. He, I feel like he always gets steam in the wrong way. But then he puts up a little funny video and everybody's like, ha, 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 oh my God, Kodak. And he's back in everyone's good graces. Like, I yeah, don't get and it. When he put that up, people were even like, oh, see, look, the man apologizing. Now leave him alone. What? What? Yes. That did, was not even a, that wasn't even a real apology. He literally apologized, quote unquote, and then took his apology away. That wasn't an mm-hmm. apology. It's not. He was like, Lauren. If I disrespected you or whatever, you know, if I said something that offends you, I'm sorry, even though I know I didn't do that. But so you didn't apologize. Right. <laughs> like, but 
once you add that in, but it's like, okay, so it's just, uh, it indicates everything that you just said. Exactly. He's childish. And radio stations are vowing not to play his music. Mm-hmm. And he's getting pieces. I think his his art piece in the Trap House got, like, taken yeah, down. The, yeah, the, the, the trap, trap House Museum. museum. Yeah, yeah, the Trap House Museum. He his art piece down. got taken down. Like, things are being taken away from him, all because of this comment. And do you guys think that they're being harsh on him? No. Does he deserve it? <laughs> I'm confused. What's going on? You know, how do you feel? I feel like he's a rapist, and all of this stuff should have been gone. Bloop. Thank you. Bloop. And that's on period. The fact that it took this shit you know? to make them right. want to take down a piece of art, it took yeah, this you guys shit. Are, you guys are over here, like, to praising. To make them want to vow right. to you guys not are play over here music. praising these rappers for saying, oh, Kodak, oh, that's not cool, man. You can't be talking to people like You guys are doing that because you you guys are labeling Lauren as property girl yeah you guys are labeling you guys are labeling her as property so then so then you guys are oh yeah you guys you disrespected nipsey you disrespected nipsey and Mm -hmm. yeah you disrespected nipsey but you disrespect you disrespected her like first yeah you just yeah first and foremost you disrespected lauren london she's not fucking property she's a person Right, she's a person. She's not a fucking doll that you can toss around and shit. Right. I'm gonna give you a year to grieve, nigga. Go to jail and bury yourself okay. under the jail. Give me a year and your ass when, gonna be when in prison. When does your trial kick off? Shit. Goodness. Put that nigga under the prison. And it's just crazy because that's why um I wrote like like where's like the moral line because when he was accused of uh well. I mean, like I said, when allegedly, like I said, when do you go to trial? Right. Uh, you're, you're, he's currently accused and like awaiting the um the case of um the the trial for a case pending on him like um raping a woman. But the radio stations wasn't like, oh, we're gonna stop playing his music. If anything, they pushed his shit harder. Didn't mm-hmm. happen then. When he was harassing young M.A. a couple weeks ago. And we talked about that shit saying, on the show. Saying, yep. what, saying what he wanted to do to her. And, oh, I don't see how you how you a woman, but you don't want you don't want this and that. And you that don't want to be third. penetrated. That yeah, makes no you, sense. How you a woman, you don't want to be penetrated. You know well, how saying? are you a man and you don't want dick in your mouth? You feel me? Exactly. <laughs> right. You see how stupid that sound? Right. That's how y'all stupid. niggas sound. Exactly. Stupid. But the radio stations was, oh. Y'all was on mute then, but it took for him to make these. Uh, he, he's done. He's done multiple, multiple things like before this, but it took for these comments that he said about Lauren, which Lauren London, which were very disrespectful. This woman is, you know, grieving her her person, and you say these rude and disrespectful things. Um, which you know, rightfully so, people have the right to be mad and upset at what you said. But it took for this for the radio stations to say, like, you know what, I'm not gonna play his music anymore. This. And it took for these comments for rappers like Ti and like I think Wale and um, mm-hmm. the game, the, the game, game who's talking about a girl that he fucked years ago. Thank you. Wasn't you who just was married? Now you was just in the studio or or whatever it was. Um. <laughs> whatever it was. yeah whatever the fuck <laughs> just talking about oh i fucked her too right about about how you had sex with kim kardashian before she got married to kanye just a few months ago yeah. but now you're coming up here upset at what kodak said about lauren london which by the way you should be upset because it was disrespectful but that's not why you were upset but that's not why you were upset 
you were upset because and and like like pretty much all the men said in their videos to kodak was like oh you're disrespecting nipsey's name and his legacy and blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. like no one really spoke on like oh what you said to lauren or about lauren was very disrespectful you need to apologize. It was like, oh, you're disrespecting Nipsey. You're disrespecting Nipsey's name. You're disrespecting mm-hmm. Nipsey's Nipsey's uh, legacy. Mm-hmm. But none of it ever oh, what, said. Like, oh, you're what about her? Yeah. So it's like you're only outraged about Kodak Black because you you because you view Lauren London as Nipsey Hussle's property, or or you or you just view her as being the association to him mm-hmm. and you see them as like a unit not as individual people so you know what i mean like it seems like okay so you only want to stop playing his music now because of that and you only so have crazy. a problem with kodak now because of that now when he had the rape charges now when he's harassing now when he was mm-hmm. harassing harassing young man a few weeks ago because not because of, of that because of this because mm. it's comment. And it's so crazy because if you think back and put yourself on Lauren London's shoes who just lost a husband, mm-hmm. it's like she's seen these grown men going back and forth on social media about her. Right. As if she's bartered, as right. if she's allowed to be traded, as if she is like property, as if she's, mm-hmm. as if she's an object who's there to be fought for and who's there to be fought over and who's there to be, you know, there's no, like she has no say. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ew, like it's mm-hmm. disgusting seeing how this is played out. I just hope that I just hope that I mean, I, I still support them, you know, not playing his music and all that shit. But yeah. it's like I wish it didn't take something as trivial as this compared to what has happened in the past with the rape charge and with him being transphobic mm-hmm. and just like I just yep. I just can't I just can't with him. Mm. Well, no, no driving of the boats is going to resurrect this for nope. me. It's time to go. Or for any of it's us. It's time to cancel like, him. Like, for real, cancel. Yeah, I want him to get canceled, like, for real, for real. That'd be great. Mm. Well, we can do it ourselves. Individually cancel. Right. I can do it myself. Um, like, he was never. Honey. Yeah, right. I never, book, never, I, never bo- I never booked the ticket. Yeah. Right. Okay. At all. So. At all. Never Just really. Just sitting there. Never interested. Wasn't no. interested. Still ain't interested. Exactly. Mm. Welp. There were three historically black churches in Louisiana that were burned down. And we, there's a mystery to it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a mystery. We have no clue who's doing it, who did it. It's in a town that is 50 per, 56% white <laughs> and 41% black. And the town wants answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think it's a racially charged crime, but at the same time, one of the churches that was burned down was predominantly white. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's there the were. I think there were four churches, uh, in total mm-hmm. that were burned. Three but of them historically black, and one was predominantly white. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there was that. It was one. to throw us off. The right. It, okay. That's what, I, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's what I said. I literally said. Oh, they just picked one random ass white right. church in the middle of fucking uh, oh, nowhere. Okay, one mm-hmm. white church, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> the white church was like hours away. From right. Like the black right. church is like it was just throw us off. I was girl. like, that was just to like you know, oh, they burn white people too. No. Yeah. No. Okay, girl. Whatever you say, girl. <laughs> there were three historically black churches in Louisiana that were burned down to the ground, though, and mm-hmm. we don't know who did them. They're still investigating, but the FBI is involved. Yes. 
I just want to see what you guys' thoughts were whenever it came to, do you feel, I mean, not even, it's obvious this is a racially charged no, thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, it's so yeah. out of their Throwing they're, in they're, that white church just made it even more obvious. Right. It's like, like they, they, they're trying to make it seem like, oh, we don't know if this is a race thing yet. I'm like, bitch, yes it is. It might be, I, I don't know. We're so uh, a little we've shook. Got <laughs> speculation. Okay, Allegedly, Bob. we don't really know yet. And they brought up in the article from the New York Times a time where, I think it was maybe in 2008 or 2009 okay well i was off a couple years 2006 (laughs) but uh of a case where there were churches burned down it was um it was something led by college students Mm. it was by like a couple white college students who did it as a joke and it was a joke that got out of, it's all a joke in the beginning, right? It's such a, a joke. joke that goes oh out of God. hand. Let's oh, burn we burned one feet. church. We didn't mean to burn wow. five. <laughs> that was just a who. We was just joking. It was <laughs> it was we was playing spin the bottle and two for dead and one of the dads was to um kiss go, my cousin, right? <laughs> and then and then the next dare was to go in the closet and play with my pee pee with my cousin. <laughs> and then the dare after that oh one. God was, hey, we should go to the church across the street and <laughs> we should just burn the grass a little bit. And then burn the grass. we burned the grass and it turned into burning the whole motherfucking church down. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a black church. And then it was like, oh, no, we burned the church down. And then it was like, wait, they haven't caught us yet a couple weeks later. Let's keep going. And then right, we let's said, well, going. let's keep on burning the grass in front of the churches. <laughs> and maybe they won't catch us. And guess what they ask? Come got? on, Gunner. Caught. Caught. Mm-hmm. Tanner, Gunner, <laughs> Thumper. They all got caught. Call me Thumper. They all got caught. So can't wait to see the outcome of this case. Can't I mean, wait. Goddamn. This jail. investigation. Send all the white people to jail. That's serious. It'll make life easier. I mean, just imagine not all the white people. There are some good white people out there, but all the problems. Could you imagine if all the problematic white people were sent to prison? I mean, that'd be great. Shit. Come on now. Talk about a democracy. There's so many. Talk about a democracy. (laughs) I'm ready for it. There's so many problematic white people. I mean, I would love it. If all the problematic white people got sent to prison, it's like, well, y'all all doing crimes in yourself. Sending people of color to jail, to prison for crimes they didn't commit is a crime within itself. Okay. So, all these little lawyers running around. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna protect you. I got you. It's all a scheme. The motherfuckers getting paid off to send people to prison mm-hmm. to not defend properly. It was to not a defend scheme correctly. Set, set up, up by, by Todd, Todd. Ooh, <laughs> to come to you with the bullshit. Okay? <laughs> that was Real Housewives of Atlanta tease, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know what season that was, but that was Mama Joyce. No, that wasn't even Mama. That was that was the auntie, Auntie Bertha, I think. Something. And she was like, it was a scheme set up by Todd to okay. come to you with the bullshit. Okay. They wasn't having it. But yes, we will hang on to this. And we will keep you updated on the investigation and what new advances we find whenever we find them. Oh, we should speak about the update that came in the Renaya Wright. Oh, yeah, the one that I, case. yeah, the one I s- Yes. Yes. Nika, ahead. <laughs> so, on. as you know, last week we were speaking on Renai Ride, the um, s- fifth grader, sixth grader, um, in South Carolina that was um, that that died two days after a fight broke out in the classroom, and the family did 
the family or the public did not get any um, updates on what was going on. So recently, a article came out that gave us a little bit of insight, kind of, sort of, sure but did. not really. Kind of did, but kind of didn't. Okay. But yeah. I found it. Okay. So I'm just going to read some of the. I'm going to read the beginning and then I'm going to read like what the mother said. Okay. So it says, The mother of. Who's Renai- the article by? CNN. Gotcha. Okay. It says, The mother of Renaya Wright, the Waterboro. South Carolina girl who died after a classroom fight says Renaya's friends told her that a bully had been baiting the 10-year-old into a fight and caused her to hit her head on a bookshelf before she died. So the mother spoke to Good Morning America <clears throat> and she complained to the elementary school in the past about the girl involved in the altercation and then the mom says... I notified the school and I also spoke with the teacher at the time about this same person. Mm-hmm. She would just always come home saying this one girl was picking on her. So basically like the teachers and the staff like everyone they were informed about, about a what bully. The fuck was going on. Yeah, they they were informed about shit that was going on in the classroom and basically they just probably like tossed it to the side like you know, that's just kids and shit. Didn't we just talk about y'all need to listen to these black kids and okay. what they saying to y'all educators out there in the Not world? Not taking them seriously. Mm-hmm. So. That's still ridiculous because it still shows, it reflects on the school system and how they really mm-hmm. weren't standing up and how they weren't taking. Action. Action toward this. It's like this girl has mm-hmm. come to you. She said she's been bullied by the same girl since the. S- uh, like second fifth. grade. Yeah. For it's been. Third, it's been. Grade? It's been an ongoing thing with this same child that led to her death. And the mother even goes on to say like what like what was going on. She mm-hmm. said they were they were in the classroom and the girl came up behind her and was hitting her in the head. For how long she doesn't know for sure, but she knows that she the, that the girl was hitting her daughter in the head, and then like basically like bashed her head into the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And they they're still claiming like the school will not comment or yeah. the school board will not comment because they're and still, the they're relying on the police to do a thorough investigation and come back with what actually happened in the classroom because everything that is said to be have happened in this classroom is currently alleged. Right, and do you see the thing that I think it was the mayor? Was it the mayor that had like a Oh, a I saw that shit. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. mayor need a whooping. Let the me tell you. The mayor said, ugh. the mayor basically, oh my God, I need to find it. She was like, them kids was lying to Renaya's mama. They are liars. Well, she didn't necessarily call Trying them Trying to protect but, the city. But what she did kind of allude to was like, oh, um, that's not true. The hitting of the head never happened. And this and that didn't happen. Well, if the children that were in the classroom were telling the mom this, of course the mom is going to say, okay, thank you, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thank you for telling me this information. I was unaware. Now I know something because it – the the parents still don't know anything. So the mayor's gonna come out and have like a conference or whatever it was and oh, say yeah. that didn't happen and that didn't happen. Okay, so then what did happen? Let me know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Since you apparently know what the hell happened. It was the senator who said something. Senator. Okay, but, okay so Senator Margie Margie or Margie Bright Matthews of Waterboro said I've heard a lot of people say, oh, they were kicking her. They ganged her. None of that. That's so far from the truth. Not even the banging of her head. The head was not even an issue. 
It's just... Ugh. And then on top of that, what, I, what, what irritated me was like the nurse calling the mom and saying, oh, there's been an accident at the school. Mm-hmm. And then the mom not knowing shit else until her daughter was unconscious and sent to a hospital. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, you don't have... They just said they told her that Renaya was okay and that she had been in an accident or fight. Mm-hmm. Right. And that she was complaining that she was dizzy and that she had a headache. Mm-hmm. And she didn't get a call whenever her condition worsened. And then her daughter arrived to the hospital unresponsive. And then her daughter was airlifted to another hospital and then mm-hmm. died. Two uh, days later. Two days later. Mm-hmm. It was just like, wow. So y'all called me and told me, hey, sorry to bug you at work. Right. Yeah, this is about Renaya. There's been an issue. Um, there was an accident at school. She's okay. She was just in a fight. Right. And she yeah, said she said she's dizzy. She's dizzy, but, but just come down here and check on her. And then from there, imagine receiving nothing, and then getting to the school. Your daughter is unconscious. Mm-hmm. Your daughter has been sent to a hospital unconscious. Mm-hmm. Your daughter has to be airlifted. Like you know, you never. Yeah. I'd have been like, stay on the fucking phone with me. Like, let me talk to my daughter. You know, like I mean, it's just like, ugh. Right. I just can't. Right. It, it, it sends chills down my spine every time I talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible. But yes. That's the update for for now. And we'll have so, more. So, like for I you. said, it was like we kind of got. An update, we kind of didn't. I don't know. It was like we did. The, the kids in the class told the mom this is what happened. Mm-hmm. But then you have the senator saying that's not what happened and blah, blah, blah. blah. So Things are still in the gray. <laughs> I don't now. know. We don't know. But we hope they, they find out very soon. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to move to Under Our Umbrella. Do you guys want to tackle? We should tackle... We have a couple topics under our under our brother. Which one do you guys want to tackle first? Hmm. I think it's important to make time for yourself. I also think the same thing. Okay. <laughs> it is important to make time for yourself. It's important to make time for yourself because if you don't, who's going to do it? True. You're the only one in control of your life. Mm-hmm. And you're the only one who knows when you need time for yourself. Can I pause really quick in the underarm brother segment? <laughs> so we all um got a taste of the 19 crimes oh. line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're all in the background making play- making faces and we all got a and taste we're smelling of the wine and crimes <laughs> wine and it's hitting. It's no, a crime it's, in itself, baby. It is. The, this this 19 crimes is beautiful. There's an essence going on. I mean, I I, I can I taste the murder. Uh, <laughs> right? I can really taste it. <laughs> 19 <laughs> victims. This is um uh, yeah. an addition onto our liquor lane. We are now enjoying the 19 crimes mm-hmm. wine. We have gone through the bottle of champagne and we're on a whole new bottle mm-hmm. of wine. Mm-hmm. But I can taste. This 19 crimes is freaking phenomenal. Oh my god. <laughs> Go to your local Target. There's like a menthol kind of thing going on at the end. I kind of get Okay, maybe I'm the only bitch. Okay, maybe. No, you're the only crackhead. Maybe. <laughs> 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 I told him to stay out that well. back room. Anyway, yes. First topic on Under Umbrella is making time for yourself mm-hmm. and why it's important. I'm going to tell you why I feel like it's important. Mm-hmm. It is important mm-hmm. because no one else is going to do it for you. You are in control of your life. People can always tell you, what do you do for yourself? What do you do in your off time? What do you do when you're free? And if you can recount and go back and be like, well, I know I worked today. 
and then after work I was working on podcast stuff and after that I went out with some friends and did this because my friend was having an event and then I went home and then I went to sleep and then I did the same thing the next day it's like well what what did you do for yourself right like I asked what you did for yourself what are you doing to take care of not yourself? what was part I of breathed the... huh. right I brushed not my what teeth. was part of your routine for the day what did you do for yourself today mm-hmm. it's that simple why do you guys feel like it's important to make time for you though Nika, please. <laughs> what do I do for myself? No, I like, said, why, why do you, do you feel like it's important, important to make why time do for yourself? I, um, well, because self-care is important. And it is important to get to know yourself before you get to know someone else. And making time for yourself helps you to get, get, to, get to know yourself better. Mm-hmm. And it prepares yourself for other things in life. Like, if you don't know how to be by yourself, then, like, how do you expect other people to be alone with you? Like, if you don't really, like, know yourself like that, then it's just kind of like... It's like, what's the point? Yeah, it's kind of like, what's the point? Because, I know myself. Yeah. If you don't know yourself or you don't like being, oh, like, I don't want to go to the movies by myself or, oh, I don't want to go to dinner by myself because that's weird. I'm just, no, it, it's not weird. It can be normal if you know how to be by yourself but if you don't make time for yourself to do these things go get a massage go get your nails done go brush your teeth got that funky you should be doing that (laughs) every day i mean shit people don't do it you know how about this you already brush your teeth already go to the fucking dentist i know i need to go to the dentist because i mean checkups are important they are Mm They're go. just as important as regular checkups yeah checking for the mess tds go to mm. the doctor mm-hmm. go go do things for yourself don't sure do that thing. you're rich in your health yeah don't don't um what am i trying to say a word ah. no not a word well i'm I mean trying like to word, word something in like your word you're speaking mm. Mm. you're giving a word <laughs> oh um no 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 like, <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all don't know. Okay, so you know how when we're in oh church, they be like, oh my God, your pastor's giving a word. That's what I'm trying to say. I know what you mean. Oh, okay. Fuck. You wasn't uh, Fucking sensitive. Okay. Go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, That wasn't a kid. That was an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it was a toddler. <laughs> Actually, it was an embryo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was the sperm. Oh, we're taking it back to inception. Actually, it was nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to take it any further? (laughs) Um, I know some people think that sometimes, I mean, mean, maybe for some people, self-care is hanging out with your friends, but self-care should be, like, just for you. Like, just for you. Mm -hmm. For you to better yourself. And sometimes, yes, so being with your friends can be a form of self-care but sometimes you just need to do something that is like just you by yourself like you go to yoga by yourself or you um go to like a painting class like you're learning a new skill like something that you do like specifically for yourself whether it's learning a new skill like getting a new hobby masturbation that can be yeah you know you need to release it's go important. Ahead. You can't just keep all that tension in no. you gotta let it go sometimes. I right. Like, I feel like I should sometimes you're just like <laughs> tensed up and you need to go to the sex store and get something to release all that tension. 
<laughs> Got yourself. I did. I did. Right. <laughs> but I feel you. But you know, maybe I would be a less. Maybe I'd be less stressed. I don't know. <laughs> Which is why self care is important. Okay, you got to make time for yourself so you can go do those things. Oh Bam boom. Bam boom. And on that note, we boom can move cat. on to boom cat. <laughs> I wonder if Lorianne has a goddamn trademark for right. Boom Cat. She really does need it. She no, really, she does. That is she her, that is her that phrase. Together. That is her thing. That Boom Cat. Boom Cat. Um, so moving on to the next piece of for, under our umbrella. Why do people forge relationships? Frenchie, do you want to explain what you were Yes. Um, why do people forge relationships? Like, I mean, it could be friendship, a romantic relationship, a family relationship. Like, why do people force these relationships like like you know it's not going well you know it's kind of you know crumbling and falling apart but for some reason you're still trying to hold on to like this hope that oh it's gonna get better and i'm gonna keep trying to work at it and work at it and work at it even though you already know it's going downhill Mm -hmm. after you've probably tried multiple times to like revive it and spring it back to life but people still hold on to these relationships and like they try to force them to work even though they're not working. Um, so like, why do you think people do that? Well, I think it ties into another piece that we have on our brother, which is why are we scared to move out of our comfort zone? I feel mm-hmm. like whenever, um, I guess we can talk about these both in the same yeah. sense, but um, I feel like whenever you're comfortable with somebody and you're comfortable with their presence and you know how they've played a part in your life, um, it's kind of hard for people to like, I mean, I'm saying it's kind of hard for people. I'm not necessarily saying I'm the people of this. So you are the people. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. So I definitely, we the people me, are the people. For me, <laughs> I'm, I, for me, I can, like I said, I've said in this in previous episodes, I'm very decisive whenever I feel some kind of way, I usually stick to it. You know, it's not really uh, any kind That's of indecisive. That's that Taurus energy. Yeah, there's not any indecisive. There's no back and forth. Like, I'll go back and forth with you maybe one or two times, but I'm not doing I'm not doing the Cupid Shuffle with that ass. I'm okay? not like, Cupid Shuffle. I'm not doing back and forth. I feel like I'm uh, – I'm, I'm explaining it this way. I feel like um, my mind and my heart speak different languages, okay? So my mind is very logical. It thinks about what the fuck are you doing, you know? And my heart's very, like, romantic and very, like, oh, it's okay. Like, another chance. My heart's very giving. Mm-hmm. But how I have to go about things is, like, I'll usually do the whole entire, I go with my heart. I go with my heart and I go with my gut. And I, I mean, the, I go with my heart, basically, and giving people chances and then kind of sort of, like, you know, filling out things. But after you fill my heart two times, my brain pimp slaps my heart and is mm-hmm. like, bitch, get your shit together. Wow. <laughs> I Damn. mean, it's that simple. Literally. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, <laughs> shame on me. And my brain pimp slaps the fuck out of my heart. And it's like, listen, I know you feel some kind of way, but get <laughs> it in my heart. You're so afraid to get pimp slapped again by my brain. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, no, we're not going down that way. I mean, even though, even though I want to, even though that's how I'm feeling right now, I know exactly what's good for me. Mm-hmm. And I think about it that way. But for to, to bring it back to my people force relationships, people do it mostly just or comfortability like they only feel comfortable with one person or they only feel comfortable in one friendship or they only feel comfortable doing one thing Mm -hmm. and whenever it's not there anymore it's like 
I kind of need this. Right. So. Because it's like so ingrained in like your, your, like your day-to-day life and now it's not there anymore. So it's like, oh, no, no, like it needs to be here so I can function mm-hmm. normally. Like I have to have yes. this person or this thing or whatever in my life so my life can be normal still. Like, but that's not normal. And that also ties into knowing how to be alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Which is also part of taking taking time for yourself, right? Boom. Look at all that. You're learning yourself on what you want. Because you can say for days what you want from somebody. Mm-hmm. But whenever you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you want from yourself? What do you want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. If this person isn't here, what are they going to give you? What are you going to do if this person is not here? And right. I think once people have that conversation with themselves on like that, what are you going to do if this person is not here? There can be a reality without them. You are the you. You are in control of your life. Mm-hmm. Don't make it seem as if someone else is just because <laughs> they have some kind of influence over you or because a certain amount of time has passed and you feel like you can't let things go. No, at the end of the day, you are you. Look at yourself in the goddamn mirror, okay? <laughs> oh, shit. Without <laughs> anybody and just you, what can you accomplish without Word. someone? And once you once you peep that, I'm telling you, start thinking differently. Yes, and that's do. not to say that that's gonna affect what you step mm-hmm. into next, because yeah. you shouldn't ever bring anything from, from the, the past, past. Mm. into new friendships, nope. new relationships, new business yep. endeavors, new anything. You can't mm-hmm. be afraid. You have to step out on faith. Mm-hmm. You can't let that past influence you. Mm-hmm. That that is toxic as fuck. That like will really ruin your whole relationship. I feel like we're just saying you have to be able to separate yourself from this relationship, because when you get into relationships, any any kind of any kind. You become, like, an entity. So people see you as, like, oh, Jane and John. Mm. Where's Jane and John? Frickin' like, frack. Right. Like, or, like, Jane's at the party, but John's not there. Oh, where's John? Like, damn, can, it, can Jane just be here for two minutes? Okay. Like, can it just be me for once and not me and this person, me and this situation yeah. or whatever? So I think it's important. Like, you have to take that time for yourself, that time to be alone so you can really remember who you are as an individual yep, and not as like this entity mm. like, you know you have to be able to separate yourself from that because if you just get so wrapped up into being oh jim and john you're gonna be jim and john forever like, oh, and, and then, and then and john i love it yeah. And then that's I was thinking, I was thinking of Jimmy John's. Oh, so <laughs> Jim and that John. in turn came into Jim and John. Exactly. Yeah, but if you keep thinking Jim and John, like your whole mindset is going to be Jim and John. It's never going to be like, oh, okay, Jim likes to go to the park and read a mm-hmm. book sometimes. But since John doesn't want to do that, blah blah blah. Right. You got. You're just going to keep thinking about, oh, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do that, so I'm just going to do like. You're not going to be able to do things by yourself because you're going to be like constantly oh, compromising. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to be constantly compromising. Oh, he doesn't like to do that, so I'm just going to not do it anymore. Or you're you're not your own person anymore. Now it's mm-hmm. just a yeah. unit thing. Now you're a package. A combo. Show. Right. Yeah, you're a combo. Okay, combo number one, mm. and you're just together with the fries, the shake. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a fry. Double, double. Yeah, fries, shake, double, double. But you didn't want to shake this time. This time you wanted the fucking lemonade because mm. it was fresh squeezed, mm. and it was pink lemonade, and it was just, it was just, it looked so good. But no, and they had let you have the lemonade. Right, and they had crushed ice that day. Oh, like yes. you were, you were prepared for the lemonade. But John said, "Nah, 
You, you know want to stick to let's the shake? Stick, yeah, let's stick to the shake. And you're just like, I don't want a shake today. But All you're right. just like, you know. So wrapped oh, up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get a shake, babe. Mm-hmm. And, and now you're stuck. Yeah, you got to be able to venture out to the lemonade again. Mm-hmm. Mix right. it up. Yeah. Get Mix the crushed it up ice, low. not the cube. You know? So I think what we're all kind of saying here is make time for yourself. Be a singular person aside from your relationships or situations or your job or your school or whatever or your groups, whatever. Be a singular person a day or two or whatever out of a few hours out of the week, whatever. Mm -hmm. Be yourself. Be just you. Love who you are. Love who you are. You know, try to lead life more like Diana Ross. Try, okay, because she is a free living <laughs> woman. <laughs> I mean, Diana Ross but, cares about Diana and only Diana. Okay. I mean, I've never seen someone just be so wrapped up in themselves and humbly. Exactly. Wrapped up in themselves. So, like, and I think you can get to Diana Ross level if you work on moving out of your comfort zone. Okay. Move out of what you're so incredibly used to. Not like drastically you can do you know inch by inch as long as you're easing take yourself down your road. slowly down ease on down the road like diana said when she was like looking like a crackhead in the wig oh my god a crackhead and just <laughs> keep going <laughs> <laughs> she had a nice little fro just you know be yourself slowly move out of your comfort zone and break yourself away from relationships that you feel you are forcing never feel like you have to continuously go out of your way to make something work or do, you know, go that extra mile every single time something comes up or whatever yeah. to make something work. That's and not your responsibility. Don't hurt Fuck your them back. kids and do you. Mm-hmm. Fuck them kids. <laughs> don't hurt your back from carrying a conversation. Okay. 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 Listen. I know people say that texting goes both ways and that, Oh, if you both think that way, then, you know, you'll never text each other. But sometimes there's always a one person, not always, but sometimes usually. there's a per Yeah. Usually there's a person that is always like actually trying like to make conversation. And then the other person just doesn't reply or replies the next day. And it's just like, like, nigga, the conversation's over. Like, it's a new day. I'm a new person. And you're still trying. Not on the same you're, tra- you're still trying to reply to something from yesterday. Like, like I'm on a whole new level wave, now. Baby. Like, right, right. I'm on a different wave, and you're still riding the same one from two weeks ago. Like, <laughs> what? Come on, bro. Come on. can change. Okay? Right. Just make sure you're able to adapt to the wind. Exactly. Right. I'm moving and shaking, and you still right. over here sitting in the corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the corner. In the corner. The corner is a bad place to be. Yeah. Trapped in between two walls. Oh, deep. The corner. Think about it. Think about the meeting of a corner. I mean, look at that corner in the corner of this room. There's a wall. And there's another wall, and they're both meeting in the corner. And you're just there. Yeah. And you don't know which way to go. Maybe the Roomba will get you. You oh, said the Roomba? The Oh. <laughs> You know what? It depends on which kind of Roomba you own. But yes, maybe the Roomba might. If you're really that crumb in the corner, though, the Roomba will not get <laughs> no, you. No, the Roomba will because that shit's round. Sometimes you may not get And Maybe. Is that where you want to be? 
Something, just let the Roomba get you. <laughs> let, it, let it take you away. And if you don't know what the Roomba is, <laughs> oh look it up. Oh, my goodness. Let the Roomba pick your crummy ass up and take you to a new corner. <laughs> oh, my God. Go for a new place <laughs> oh in the room. God. Let the Roomba allow to show you the ways of the carpet like you've never seen before. <laughs> show you the ways of the carpet. Because you were once a crumb in the Magic corner carpet. and now you're being carried. Okay. Listen. Simple as that. Any wow. other comments? Yeah. Um, Fabulous. Exactly. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Use the hashtag TBU Podcast and email us at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. Please engage with us. Let us know what would you like under our umbrella next week. Um, how are you feeling about Beyonce coming to Netflix? Woo! How do you feel about the whole show? Let are us know. Ready? How should we improve? Are we better than we were last week? <laughs> the week before last? The y'all first got episode? Questions? Let us know. What, what questions you want? do you want to we'll ask shake us. You down. It could be any question. TBH. If you have an STD and you want to share it with us, go ahead. You can do it anonymously on a last minute. Okay, you don't have to do that. But uh, if, if you want if, to. If you're not comfortable, but if you're comfortable, if let you're us inclined know. To, we can Whatever. talk about it. We can talk about it. Um... <laughs> I was going to say something else, but that threw me off. So I'm going to pass it off to y'all. Tax day is on the 15th. I hope you all did your taxes. If you didn't do your taxes by now, you got money. That is the (laughs) only (laughs) reason reason why you did not do your taxes yet. But just let you know, just just a reminder before that Monday hits, you, you guys will get this on Thursday. Do your taxes. This is this is your reminder. This is your wake up call. Okay. And be more. I'm gonna leave off on aggressive. This. Oh. Oh. Go ahead. I'm gonna leave on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave off on this. Okay. Aspire, cause I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, but I'm gonna get there. Mm. Aspire to be more like Joy Behar. Uh-huh. Because uh, okay. <laughs> when Megan McCain hit that ass with the. It's your job to listen to me. <laughs> Joy's face went into the abyss. I mean, no, she was really she thinking. She went into was, the other. Is this worth it? I think her tethered was about to pop out. <laughs> no, that I, it was about to. And about to she wanted out. to whoop some ass, but Whoopi saw no. what was going to happen and quickly jumped on the table and was like, we're not mm-hmm. about to do this right. today. Let everybody, let everybody talk. But... It's still the fact that she was able to keep her composure for the rest of that segment no, on live TV. Because I can only imagine what went on backstage. But what, Which is why I want that I want that audio. I want that backstage audio. Whatever I tell you. But still, the fact that she was able to keep her composure. Because let me tell you what my ass would have done if that bitch hit me with some shit. Like, I would have been done. The view would be no more. The blind is what it would have been. The blind. The blind. Wow. And it would have been, it would have been a uh, panel led by Stevie Wonder. Oh, my goodness. Because I can't. I mean, a bitch would not oh, be able to see shit no more. If they, ever, if they even disrespected me, someone who's a veteran on this show, who's been here longer than everybody at this goddamn table. Uh-huh. You want to hit me with some shit like, it's your job to listen to me? No, bitch, it's not my fucking job to listen Ooh. to me. I would have went off. I mean, I'm uh-huh. so happy. I mean, just aspired ending on 
aspire no, to be because like, I am so quick to respond. Okay, to like I don't care who you are. You, like you could be like my fucking like you can be some like somebody's grandma or something. Like if you say something disrespectful, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like <laughs> I'm so quick to answer. I'm so quick, with him. Uh, I'm so quick to answer into a like, and to make you feel like you're like you're offended when really I'm not being offended. I'm letting you know that you disrespect me and that you need to correct yourself before I gather you because I will. I will gather, gather you, you and it will things. not it will not be pretty. My words can cut if I want them to. And mm. send you right to the trash where you belong. Okay. <laughs> you raggedy raggedy bitch. Exactly. <laughs> and I think I kinda low key remember what I was gonna say. Mm. Stop professionally explaining yourself to these men or to your social media okay you do not have to come on here and say yes i listen to city girls sometimes but i also have read michelle obama's book and that makes me uh, who cares so what say listen to city girls so what say you read michelle obama's book so what Mm -hmm. stop explaining yourself to people that do not deserve an explanation for real because they they don't know they just go off of one thing but they don't know like the exactly <sighs> you can read up to these people you can they read a million you. hotel books and then mm. <laughs> ah. you can read a million hotel books and still be a fucking dumbass and there you have it and that's that and that's what's under our umbrella for the week <laughs> we love y'all we love y'all so much and we will see y'all next, um, thursday. next, next thursday put Woo-hoo. yourself put some, first um, magic and prayers and all that stuff into the air because we're uh trying to embark on something magnificent. We're moving. And we need y'all's just prayers support and, and prayers and hopes and all that. Hi-ya. Yeah. So yes, we love y'all and thank you for listening and keep on listening, baby. Keep on listening. Tell your friends. Tell the friends. Tell the friends. Tell the aunts. Tell your mama. Tell your teachers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Send out the chain letters. <laughs> 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 and we'll see y'all next Thursday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.